Welcome to the Saving Grace Adventist Church Sermon Podcast. We pray that you will be blessed by the Word of God. Today, I want to speak with us on the, the caption, Forward Ever, Backward Never. Loving Lord, we want to give you thanks for having been so wonderfully good to us. Dear Lord, you have spared our lives to this day for a special purpose. And I believe, Lord, is to give evidence of your goodness. You're so good. And you have been so good. And you shall be good to us as long as we remain faithful to you. Even, even those who do not care about you receive the sunshine and get rain for their crops. Lord, you're so good. Thank you. Thank you for embracing us as your children in the name of Jesus. Amen. Now, our scripture text can be looked at as one that introduces deductive reasoning. It's like a person would say, well, since then, and therefore, in deductive reasoning. And we see here that the Apostle Paul, speaking to new converts, in Asia Minor, as, as, as he dwelt into the scripture and experience that he had had with the Pharisees and with the blessed Lord himself. He wanted them to know that the observance of the law is not enough to qualify anyone for eternity. And the way it used to be done back then was that the ceremonial law was deemed so important that those back then with the ritual, when they observe it, it was like a meticulous way of doing it so that they might be saved through that process. And the Apostle Paul is saying that's not the way it goes. The meticulous observance of the ceremonial law will not permit or allow or cause anyone to inherit eternal life. It must be the merits of our blessed Lord, Jesus Christ. Now, when we study the text that we dealt with when last I came, it had to do with the kingdom. When I said, seek ye first the kingdom. First things first. I'm doing a, 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 
what we call a miniature series ending in the month of March, which is next month, should the Lord permit me to come. And when we speak of first things first, we mentioned the kingdom of God. Seek ye first. And that that advice, that encouragement came from the one who has all the wisdom that this world would need. Wise. Seek ye first the kingdom. So now, this is the kingdom of grace. The kingdom of grace. Now, in the kingdom of grace, the blessed Lord has made it very clear. When the disciples asked him, I want you to note something now. We, we want to go forward. We don't want to go backward. So it is forward ever, backward never, and, and we have now um, embarked upon the ship by the name of grace. And we're saying we're sailing, and we're going towards the kingdom of God. I mean, the glorious kingdom of God. But first, we speak about the kingdom of grace. And so first thing we would like to do and to have become a reality for us is to become a member of the kingdom of grace. A citizen of the kingdom of grace. Residing in the merits of our blessed Lord. So that the apostle speaking to his kinsmen and speaking to new converts. He's telling them that it's not by works that any man is going to make it. So it doesn't matter how many times you have been superintendent of the church. That part of being a co-laborer with the blessed Lord is good. But it's not enough. It's not enough for entrance into the kingdom of God. And, and the Apostle Paul is making it clear in this presentation, in the second chapter of Galatians. He's saying that if righteousness should come by keeping the law, because back then they were pointing the believers to the ceremonial law, and, and that you have got to keep the ceremonial law in order to make it. So he said, if righteousness should come, and we see it there in verse 21, if righteousness should come by the law, then Christ's death was in vain. Now I want you to see something here now. Let's, let's note something now. When once we have embarked on the ship of grace, and, and, and we are sailing now, it is forward ever and backward never. We don't want to go backwards. Because what's behind there 
is not going to help us to get there. And so, the apostle wants his believers to understand that this matter of grace is serious. Because the G, now if we spell grace, remember G-R-A-C-E? God's riches at Christ's expense. And when we look at that, Christ expense, his riches, God's riches at Christ's expense. In other words, there was a problem, and, and Jesus intervened to bring a solution to the problem. Now, there's a lot of riches now. God's riches at Christ's expense. It's not by keeping the ceremonial law that the man would have hope of an eternal existence. No, it's by believing in the vicarious or the substitutionary death of our blessed Lord. In other words, Christ died in our stead. And when we come to that realization, it is like forward ever and backward never. What are we going back for? We're going to go forward because the Lord wants us so to do. When the children of Israel were introduced to the Exodus, and, and, and when they were coming out of Egypt, remember when they got to the Red Sea, they saw mountains and mountains. I mean, to the left and to the right. Before them, the Red Sea, and behind them, Pharaoh, coming with his army to get them. And the Lord said to them, go forward. Come on now. Not back into slavery. Forward into victory and liberality. The blessed Lord wants us to feel free in him. That's why he said, and you can read in John 8, and verse 32. The blessed Lord is speaking about freedom in him. And by the time we get to verse 36, he says, if the son if the sun shall make you free, come on now. You're free indeed. You're free indeed. And once the Lord has, has set us free, it is now forward ever. Backward never. I listened to a message to the church by the world president, world church president, Elder Wilson. And he mentioned how that the, the world has come on into the church. I don't know if you heard it, but the world was, was invading the church. <laughs> but the world is sitting comfortably in the church right now. And he made mention 
And that's what I used to speak to the folks about back then. But my kind of preaching, they didn't want that. I told the president that in as much as they are conservative speakers and preachers and, and so forth, we should not look at it lightly because there's such a thing known as primitive godliness. Primitive godliness. And except we come to that point where we realize that our God is a righteous God, we're not going to make it into his kingdom. And so my talk with you from time to time is to encourage all of us to be faithful. Just be faithful and nothing is wrong with that. Be faithful. And think of going forward ever. And backward never. Because there's nothing back there. That we should go after. That is profitable. Nothing. Now the Lord Jesus. I want you to. Note something now. In the 24th chapter of Matthew. The Lord cited a few things that would take place. That would give warnings or indications of his second coming. He spoke about earthquake, pestilence. He spoke about folks coming in with different doctrines, false Christ. And I want you to note something special. Right on our planet now, there are so many diseases that we can't name them. Famine. Lots of folks on the planet are starved and starving. And we have heard about wars and rumors of war, but we have seen the effects of war. The Lord said that these things are going to happen before. It's coming. Now you tell me one of them that, that has yet to happen. <laughs> and so the blessed Lord wants us to be alert. In other words, sleep not as do others. Be watchful and wait. The Lord wants us to look and see what's happening on this planet. In the Middle East, let me tell you something. In, in the Middle East, there's going to be one piece of unrest. It is, it is going on now, but it's small. You look a little later in the Middle East. In Southeast Asia, you look out a little bit. And you'll see the upheavals on this planet. Remember when the Lord spoke about earthquakes and, and the dark days and so forth, these things are, are not to be. They have been. 
in May 19, 1780, they had the dark day. Folks couldn't see anything around. That happened already. November 13, 1833, the falling of the stars. That has happened already. Come on now. We had this massive earthquake. And as a matter of fact, there were a number of earthquakes from A.D. 31 to A.D. 70. Even the one that, that rocked the tomb. And when Jesus came out, even that one we can, can include as one of the earthquakes. I want us to understand here that these things are not yet to happen. They have happened. And the Lisbon earthquake, as I mentioned, there in November 1 and 1755, a number of persons lost their lives. Thousands. This is true. If if ever, if ever there were a time when we should trust the word of God, it is now. And I stand four square on Bible truth. That's why I say for me, it is forward ever. Backward never. The Lord said, I am the way and I am the truth. And when we study him, we understand truth. Truth is not against us. Truth is on our side. And we need to abide in the truth. Because truth was personified and walked the face of the earth. I am the way, he says, and I am the truth. And truth walked the face of the earth and showed the mind of God. The purity of the, of, of the Trinity. God wants us to make it into his kingdom. He wants us to make it. But we must remember that when he taught his disciples to pray, he said, now when you pray, Matthew chapter 6, He said, now when you pray, pray like this. You can go to verse 9 and find it. He, say, he said to them, now say, our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Now listen to me now. Thy kingdom come. The kingdom of grace. Thy kingdom come. And all of us who are in the kingdom of grace, we are saying, yes, we have God in our heart. He sits on the throne in our heart. So he said, now, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Why? Because God sits on the throne in our heart. That's why we're willing to obey him. 
We are not going to obey him except he is king in our lives. Sometimes we carry through the motion. We do the pious exercises. And we come and, 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 and we do this in church and, and we do that in church and we go back home and feel that we have accomplished it all by those pious exercises. But the blessed Lord wants us to come to grips with, with the facts of Christianity. What it means to have God reigning in the heart of man. And once we have become children of the Lord, by the grace of God, it is for us forward ever and backward never. And when this is a reality, joy fills the heart. Come on now. You feel good because it's like a blessed assurance. Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. That's the way you feel. And so with that kind of feeling, it is forward ever and backward never. Backward never. Remember, as I said before, the signs of the time are telling. These are things that have happened already and will happen again. As a matter of fact, when we come to this matter of the fact that we read in Daniel chapter 7, and verse 25, how that he shall speak great word against the Most High. And shall wear out the saints of the Most High. And shall think to change time and laws. Remember, these things are not things of tomorrow. These things have happened. They're just reoccurring. Reoccurring some places. But they happened before. There was Sunday laws before. Come on now, folks. And the Lord said that these are indications that his coming is near. Brethren, right now, right now as I speak to you, as I speak to you, I feel to remind you again that with the spiritual status that you have, it should now be forward ever and backward never. The Apostle Paul said, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I live in the flesh, I I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. You know, there's some folks who you sometimes wonder if they're saying, all that I have, my hand hath provided. That's how a lot of people behave sometimes. But it's not so all that I have, thy hand hath provided. And we should be giving thanks to the Almighty God for what he has done for us. 
Now is the time to rejoice in him. Now is the time to go forward with joy in our heart and backward never. God wants us to live for him. To live for him. But we cannot live like the world people. Because God's people do not die like the world's people. And as a man lives, so he dies. We can't live like the world people and die like God's people. No, sir. We have got to live like God's people to die like God's people. That's how it ought to be. That's how it ought to be. And the Lord wants us to look into it closely and see that it does make sense to live for him. A lot of it. I like studying into the word. I like to, sometimes you should see me there smiling when the truth comes, you know, so forcefully. And I just smile. And they said, this, this Bible is so true. It's such a wonderful book. It's alive. So wonderful. If we trust the blessed Lord and trust the word of God, we will make it by his grace. But we must go forward ever and backward never. The Apostle Paul, he said, brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended. But this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before, I press toward the mark for the price of the high calling of God, which is in Christ Jesus. It's a pressing. It's a pressing. We can't just take it easy. No frivolity. We have got to just bring in what we call the grand reality in this Christian experience. It's no Jack and Jill went up any hill. It's a serious thing. I press toward the mark. I mean, when a man is pressing, I press toward the mark for the price of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. It's an effort. It's an effort, a positive effort with a mindset on, on intentional obedience, a mindset. That's how the Lord wants us to be and go forward ever. And backward never. There is, as I said to you, a little thing going on now. There are people who would tell you, you, you need only to believe in the Lord. That's true. But this, what they mean is, you only have to believe that the Lord died for us. That Jesus gave himself for us. So he has taken care of all of our sins by his death. That is true. 
That is true. But you know what's not true? That if we continue in sin, we're still going to make it. That's not true. That's not true. The Apostle Paul, he said, shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. He said, God forbid. How shall we who are dead to sin live any longer therein? Come on now. And in our scripture text, it says, it says, if I, if I have destroyed something and I go back to the thing that I destroyed, how does that profit me? Yes, Christ died. But he didn't die for the sins of mankind so that man can continue sinning for the rest of his life. No. The Lord Jesus gave himself. He paid the price that you and I should pay. But the apostle is saying here, bringing to light, that if ever we go back into perdition, we crucify the Lord afresh. So that the person who has been rescued, you know we talk about rescue the perishing and care for the dying. The person who has been rescued should now avoid going to bondage. You don't want to go back to bondage. You've been rescued. Sin is a problem. Christ is a solution. We don't want to be identified with the problem. We want to be identified with the solution. That's why for us it is forward ever and backward never. We're going forward with the Lord. Forward with the Lord. Dear loving Father, you, you sent your Son, Lord, to deliver us. And today we feel again delivered. We feel strong in you. And our oh, blessed Lord has said that whom the Father has given him shall come to him. And he said, no man can prevent them coming. Lord, we want to thank you. Thank you, Lord, for you have also made mention that no one can pluck us out of your hand. We're happy for that. And we look forward to a glorious tomorrow. Trusting you now for it to become a grand reality because of our fidelity. Lord, we ask these rich blessings in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's message. We are always encouraged to know how God is working through this ministry to touch lives. If you have a story to share of how God is working in your life, please let us know by sending an email at podcast at savinggracesda.org. As the Holy Spirit impresses you, you may also support this ministry financially by visiting savinggracesda.org.